0: people welcome to another episode of the legends of athletics podcast uh got another great one stewing up for you today of course y'all i've been i've been on the grind this week i've been i've been, I've been giving y'all fresh content uh of course when i get busy i ain't got that much time but this week i mean, I, i've had time i've been priorita- prioritizing things i need to do a little bit better and so um a lot of stuff is just falling in line but this this podcast right here is way overdue uh, we talked about, well, I talked to my boy about doing this, like, maybe a month ago or so. But anyway, uh, some of y'all may know him. Look, I, I sound like I'm at the Apollo. Some of y'all may know him. But for real, I'll say, man, is one of my good friends, Um, lifting partner. Um, and we, we we do a lot. We've done a lot of lifting, even played ball together back in the day. And this is his first, I guess, the first time he's done something like this. But anyway, this is my boy, Jesse Clayton. And I'm going to let Jesse do his intro. And then I'm, we're going to take care of some housekeeping a little bit after that.
1: Hey, what's going on, guys? Um, first off, hotty toddy. Got the big football <laughs> win last night. Um, all right, so when I was younger, I played a little football, um, sports here and there. So I kind of got enthusiastic about lifting weights and the sports in general. Um, right now, I'm actually a teacher and a football coach at Pontotoc City School District. Um, With the football team, I I work with the offensive and defensive linemen. Um, I also program some of the off-season weightlifting. Um, Besides that, hobby, I do like to work out in my free time. I do CrossFit. um, Real big on nutrition and diet. And um... Yeah, man.
0: So, my boy, of course, course y'all know, like, I think at one point when CrossFit first came out, I ain't never say nothing bad about CrossFit, but CrossFit to me is pretty, it's pretty cool. Uh, it gives you it gives you the best of both worlds as far as like the competing side of it. But also you get like that. If you like me and y'all like purely running all the time, you get the cardiovascular fitness and you get some a little bit of strength in there, too. Now, you might have to supplement a little bit with your strength, but it's good. It's good to encompass uh, all phases of that. Um, but before we get into before we get into the, the meat of this podcast and why I brought my boy on, I want you to make sure we take care of some housekeeping, right? So make sure you go like, comment, subscribe to Legends of Athletics. Share this podcast. Share with a neighbor. Share with a friend. Because your shares, your likes, your comments move us up the charts, and it keeps this thing growing. I am uh, very thankful for the value support that this podcast has gotten so far. Over the, the last month Because of course you guys know last year I took a hiatus And I did not record for a long time But then coming back it was a slow start But now we're back in the groove and I appreciate you guys And thank you for the ones you that, the ones of you That support, share And comment and rate the podcast On any platform If you listen to it on Apple, Spotify, whatever It's available on all major platforms So I can't thank you enough for the value Support but today I want to Talk to you guys about I got my boy Jesse On here to talk to, to help me with this conversation of talking about supplementation um what it means why you should why you should not supplement um i want to preface by saying that neither of us are medical doctors we are uh neither of us are give are giving you medical advice either so take this podcast uh as as a supplement to your to your daily routine your daily life but uh, we are not making you or telling you to do any one thing, and that will be a cure-all, be-all to whatever it is you, that, that you're doing. We're simply giving advice from my own personal perspectives, and hopefully it helps you in whatever your fitness or future endeavors are in fitness and health goals, and that you can take it and run with it in stride. So to get down to it, Jesse, the first question we got, you know, what's your thoughts on on, on supplementation?
1: All right. Um, I remember in high school, you, you were always told by the football coaches, protein, creatine, and take all these things. Well, I, you know, I've always taken some of that stuff, but I didn't really think about it being um, a nutrition factor till later on in life. And I think everyone has different goals with that. Um, some with weightlifting, some are athletes and need different kind of supplements. But first mm-hmm. off, what, what are supplements? Supplements are, are something that's that are probably not needed if you have a good diet, correct? Right. So you could probably get just about everything you need if you had the correct diet and you had it on point. But the percentage of the people that have the correct diet, I'm I'm gonna say that's very low. You're not getting everything you need. Yeah. Um not a ba- not
0: a not a balanced diet daily. Uh I think if it was me personally, everybody would get plenty of carbs.
1: But not the oh, no yeah, protein, or
0: or the right, or the plenty of carbs and bad fats, but not not the right proteins and not the right fats daily.
1: Right. So in my in my way of thinking, I, I think it's a little bit more convenient to fill in those holes, right? Mm-hmm. And um, it kind of saves time, really. So if I'm setting myself up um, to, to really just to make it easy to achieve those goals mm-hmm. and those holes that i that I'm missing. Um, like for example, if I'm currently crunching time like in in the morning, um I'm struggling to wake up and get to work on time, I'm gonna lay my stuff out in advance. I'm gonna lay my clothes out, I'm gonna make it easier for me to get to work on time, I'm gonna make it easier for those morning routines. So why not make it easier for me to to get that protein, to get that creatine in when I need to?
0: And that's the thing too, like that's the 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 key point, like supplements are not uh meant to be replacers like listen to the na- the name of it, it's called supplement so it's meant to supplement your diet um everybody has a different way everybody has a different way of going about their diet like some of us uh like jesse knows some of us count macros some of us count calories some of us count like the amount of carbs you get in a day then you got your fad diets and then you got like Depending on what your goal is, like uh, as far as like if you're in the world of athletics, you need more carbs because you just need to do you need better performance. So you can't have like you can't have your body so depleted that you're unable to perform because that's what you're you know you're there to do. But also right. like on the flip side, if you're a bodybuilder, you ain't doing like high intensity movements where you need to necessarily perform at your peak, but you need your body to look a certain way. So you're going for more of an aesthetic more than an athletic like,
1: uh output. So if we're looking at it like this aspect, all right. So you hear some people ask, like why do you why do you take all those supplements? Why why do you need to take protein and creatine and all these things if you're not a professional athlete? And and you do get that a lot. I, I take um I don't take a whole lot of things, but I, I take a staple, a group of, of staple supplements that I take every day. And um, no. some people would be like that's crazy. Why would you take that much if you're not a professional athlete? And I, I, I think, think that
0: yeah, you good, what,
1: you good? No, no. What, what is your opinion on that?
0: Oh, I was gonna say, man, because, because for me, I think the older you get, the, I feel like I say it like this: the older you get, the more important you realize like what you put in your body is what you get out of your body. Like when we were younger, I'm gonna get you case in point: when we were younger, right, you could eat a whole pizza and still not have like any. Major effects on what the next day was gonna look like, like your output and all that. Now, at for me, plus thirty or being thirty-one, like if I ate that much in the day before, wow. I don't feel like doing jack the next day. I mean, I think, and I think too that comes with like learning your body because some supplements I know I've taken in the past, even taken now, and I can take them. And this is the other thing, another part of this too, because we're gonna get probably get into a little bit deeper into this conversation it's like whatever supplement you take, give yourself at least two to four weeks to see if it actually works. And uh, like some stuff, and that's that that drives me to this point. Some stuff I've taken in the past, it's actually, I've actually felt a decline. Then some stuff I've taken, I've felt an increase in my, my output, my out, output as far as like my performance goes. And none of us are measured, most of us as adults aren't measured on a scale of professional athletes. So you ain't really got a, uh, a barometer to say you ran this 40 at 4.56 this day. Then the next year you ran at 4.6. Like, you ain't got that. But your output is like when you go to the gym and you go through your routine, like, how did you feel? Did you feel stronger? Did you feel weaker? Some of the cues to kind of let you know if, if this is working or not. And I say that to say this, like, I am taking stuff that I felt like helped. I have taking stuff that I felt like harmed me because I like – and then it's kind of hard, too – and that's why I say blood, works, blood work comes into play. It's kind of hard, too, with some stuff to take it and know if you're getting too much or you're getting too little. So I feel like you just have to find that balance, like just said, because most of us don't get in a diet because most of us ain't eating a plate of greens a day. And you definitely ain't eating greens in every every meal that you're eating uh, or vegetables in every meal that, you, that you're eating. And so uh, that's why I think, too, the supplements, you know, you got your macronutrients, then you got your micronutrients. Um, macronutrients are your proteins, carbs and fats. Your micronutrients are like all your minerals, vitamins and minerals and stuff. So that's all your micro level type, type stuff. So I think that that's that's very uh important because I know, like you said, in high school playing football, and I don't want to take this over, Jesse, I'm, I'm going to turn it back to you. But in high school playing football, I I, I know vividly a, a supplement I took that I felt like jacked me up because it didn't really do and I don't even know what it did to this day. But it was caught and I ain't knocking it because it's probably still, I think it's still out there. But it was called nitro tech, single tech, and yeah, yeah,
1: okay.
0: was preached like it was going out of style.
1: And I've taken that too. So, so,
0: so yeah, so I took I took both of them. And uh, I don't know if it's because I didn't really know what I was doing then or what, but I had like adverse effects. So, like it didn't, it I gained weight, but I lost athleticism, got tired, or whatever. And that could have been just off stuff that I was doing, but then like it wouldn't. Like, even when I took it, I didn't feel stronger. Like, even in the weight room and running and stuff, like, I felt weaker. Like, I, fe- I could feel – like, it was like I felt too much of it, uh, if that makes sense. So, my athletic performance w- took a, took a, a decline uh, while my body did enhance. I just felt like maybe it was too much too soon. And I will say this, not knocking any coaches out there, but if I was just going to say, like, and I guess that that'll, that'll, that'll come, come to our next next point next point of like what supplements do you think are are staples, uh, and necessary uh, as far as like what you add into your your diet. I think I wrote that wrong in the notes, but what supplements do you think are, are necessary? Some coaches will tell you like get bigger or take this, but that ain't like it ain't no general thing for everybody. So for me personally, I say just stick to the basics: creatine, protein. You are. And eat in a like in high school is like most people ain't got the money to eat. No, you know, no structured diet, but eat, man. Like, don't be afraid of food. And I feel like you'll be all right. So just what you think, like what oh. something do you think of like staples?
1: Hey, well, let me go back to one of your other points. You said Sorry. something about, you know, when we start taking a supplement, we, we really don't give it enough time to see if it's safely working right yeah um, i think i think i've i've done that in the past with a lot of stuff i'll take it for a couple of weeks and i'm not seeing any changes in the mirror i'm not feeling any different when all reality i probably just didn't give it enough time and um and actually like the the blood work too it would be and and i haven't really i can't say i'm giving you advice that i'm not doing because i haven't been getting blood work to see you know some of this stuff as well but um I think that would probably be a key thing to do to keep up with, with with what these supplements are actually doing. Are you wasting your time with some of them? Um, but also, and another key point about the cell tech, I, you said you had, you had bad results on it. I don't really remember too much about it, but I I do know that the cell tech had a lot of sugar in it. So Mm -hmm. I think it was a, um, a lot of your creatines now don't have that sugar in it. So it had to mix. So it is, um, Kind of, like, a storage system straight to your muscles with that glucose. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people will, will take the creatine and drink a Gatorade or a banana afterwards to, to help with it, so it was kind of an all in one thing, and it was also pretty costly even back in the day, yeah. But, um, all right, so staples, um, all right, so if we go back, none of this is necessarily <clears throat> necessary, you know. Um. Mm-hmm. If you have the correct diet. But for me, staples that that I've taken for a a pretty good amount of time that that I will say are staples. I would say a decent protein. Um, You could either go with a blended protein or I like just a plain whey isolate. Um, Also like creatine. A lot of people go back and forth with the creatine, but I, I really believe there's a lot of research out there. That, that proves creatine is very beneficial, not only for weight training and building muscles, but also for your brain activity as well. Um, I like to take a multivitamin and when I was mm-hmm. younger, I used to get this uh, cheap multivitamin. I don't, I don't <clears throat> know the difference in some of the cheaper ones and the more expensive ones, but I, I go with a brand called Ollie now. Um, Fischl. I really like Fischl. I take that a lot. Um, I'm, I'm gonna say those four things I, I really think are more more or less staples. Now I do take several other things that, that wouldn't be necessarily staples and I wouldn't um advise anybody else that that you have to take it, but I believe those those three or four things right there. So if you had
0: a kid walk up to you, let's say a kid in high school, he like, Coach Clayton, I need to I need to gain what some we're gonna say ten pounds. Um. Uh. Cause most. Of, I'll tell y'all. Back in the day, we used to think like I gained ten pounds. They like, "Oh man, I gained ten pounds of muscle." Like I didn't. <laughs> like it's it's kind of yeah. unless unless you got the needle going through you. And y'all know what I'm talking about with the juice. It's pretty hard to gain ten pounds of muscle in a year's time. <laughs> so we gonna say you got a kid saying he wants to gain ten pounds just of good body weight. Like, what would you? What would be something that you would? I guess that you would say, hey. You know, this is what I would suggest doing. Uh, first, is just like preaching the gospel.
1: All right, first, um, if he gives me time or she gives me time, I'm gonna sit down and and look over their diet first because I'm gonna say their diet needs to be addressed first thing. Um, even though we can supplement on top of that diet, if the, if that student or athlete has a crappy diet and he or she is not eating enough protein and, and all that stuff, we're going to have to work on that first before we get into any of the supplementation. Yeah. Um, if, if we go over that and the diet looks normal and um, th- then, I, then I'm starting to throw in uh, protein, I would even advise creatine, even at a younger age, they say it's, it's safe at a younger age. So I would even mm-hmm. advise the creatine at some point, depending on who the child is, that goes for male or female. Um The multivitamin, I, I probably suggest that for, for any age as well, but I would definitely, I, I would hit that diet first. First thing I'm hitting the diet for the weight gain.
0: Yeah. And I, I will say this too. Um I know everybody, like I said before, everybody ain't got money. So like that, you know what I'm saying? they really put into the game, but uh with diet, man, it's, it's a catch twenty-two because I don't want to say like, "Ah, oh, it's so simple; anybody can do it." But you can you can tweak whatever you eat to kind of fit into like what you what you're doing, and it's gonna sound so weird. But let's say that your family eats McDonald's on a regular, right? You're an athlete; y'all eat McDonald's because just your parents don't have time to sit down and cook. You really don't know how to cook that well. Like, let's say you go to McDonald's. Now, this ain't the healthiest meal, but you can simply like let's say you order a double quarter pounder with cheese meal, right? Take the bun off. Your meat still is going to give you a decent protein source. By removing a bun, you take away a lot of the carbs and some fats, not many fats, but some fats. And then you got to, you know, you got, and keep it simple too. Like the condiments and stuff are kind of kill you too. Like they're wrecking. So I take the condiments off. You just got meat and cheese, which is decent. Uh, cheese doesn't have a lot of, doesn't have carbs either. Uh if I remember right, just off the top of my head. But you got your meat source, no carbs, cheese, no carbs. But you're getting protein with those two things. And then you take the fries. I'll probably chop them in half. So instead of getting like a large order, I would get a, like a, a medium order or something like that. And that uh, um, a um medium order would give you like a decent amount of carbs and then just drink water instead of a flavored drink. And that's just a one way that you can kind of what,
1: tweak. What audience tweak. are you speaking to? Like what audience are you speaking to when, when you're telling them to or, or giving them advice on this McDonald's diet? Oh, my bad. Can you hear me? Yeah, I'm here.
0: I'm my bad. I went out on you. But no, like uh as far as that, I would say like a kid in high school, they really don't have much control over like what they're uh eating and stuff like that. Okay. Cause at that point, you know, you still like like you living off your mom's tab. So like oh,
1: yeah. So so you're saying regardless of, of of regardless if you have the money or not, you think you could still do it if if you really wanted to.
0: Yeah, and if you want like and I, I would say this too, like if y'all looking for like like the cheap, cheap stuff, you can't go wrong, and it ain't the most tasteful, but you can't go wrong with tuna. Oh, no doubt. Oh, uh, you can't go wrong with what's something else, Jesse, you can think of off top that's like cheap. Can't like it ain't the best. I'm telling you, like this stuff ain't the best, but it gets you where you're trying to go canned chicken is not okay. not bad either.
1: Okay, so they they make the um the bag tuna now, the the bag tuna meals and they have the ranch and all that, but they now they make the chicken bags now. And they're, I relatively, didn't, I didn't know they're that. relatively cheap too. You can get them about a dollar bag and I think they're ranging 15 to 20 grams of protein.
0: Yeah, and I would say too like and uh Jesse you can you can uh chime in on this like in high school, I know I was bad about like in high school I was bad about uh I guess I was practicing it before it was like a popular thing or before I knew the name of it, but practicing like, uh, man, what is it called? Uh, Fasting. Cause I never would eat. I never would eat lunch. <laughs> like, Cause I was like, man, it's nasty what they serve. <laughs> so I just wouldn't eat it, but I would eat right. like a decent breakfast. Then I would like pig out in the afternoon. And uh, of course I, I was uh like, as far as like, if you look up the span of my life at that point, a lot of us could say the same thing. I was relatively low in body fat percentage, but I really don't count like high school, statistics just because your body bi- like it's so many factors that go into that like you're not moving that much in a day but your body is growing so you use a lot more energy but i would say that i probably was practicing like fasting beforehand um i Three probably would suggest that now uh if you if you're looking to you know whatever you're looking to do but that was something that i kind of done because i know like the high school meals can be I, which i don't know jesse works in school but I would think that may be a challenge for some of y'all too, like depending on just where you are.
1: I I think for the most part they try to balance them, but yeah, I I still think it would be relatively hard to, for an athlete standpoint to, to get what they need just off just based off of a school lunch meal. So Jesse, what are some supplements you currently take and why? I
0: think you kind of alluded to this point earlier, but like what's some stuff you take and why do you take it? All
1: right. So I, I, like I said, I, I take protein, and and one of the main reasons I take protein is if any of y'all have ever tried to eat the recommended dosage of protein per day, it is extremely hard. I don't think most people even know what the recommended dose is. Um, so, so I usually try to get, I, I think most people or doctors recommend one gram per body pound and, but, but some can even go up to two grams per body pound. So, so I, I get about midway. Um, I weigh about 190 right now, and I try to get about 225 grams of protein in. And um, to spread that out during the day is extremely hard. Um, you can only eat so much chicken and tuna before it gets pretty old and, and hard to do. So I I think I fill in a, a and and really going back to convenience for me is the protein. I can easily wake up at four in the morning, and get ready for the gym at five. I can go ahead and get my protein shake in, and a bowl of oatmeal relatively fast. I'm not wasting time, so I'm able well, to get some gym and it breaks down.
0: I say whole is like on, on your supplement list. Another thing that I tell y'all about eating protein, it's not just the flavor of, like, getting that much protein in in a day. The thing with protein is, like, if you eat it in whole food form, protein is very filling. It's satiating, but it's very filling to the stomach. So, like, to pack all that in, unless you just got a crazy digestive system that breaks it down quick, you will feel bloated. Like, once you get to, like, the 200 mark, and like for women, I would probably say the one twenty, one thirty. I'm just saying out top of my head, just depending on like size of the woman. But one twenty, one thirty. Like once you get past like hundred or two hundred for guys, I would say even after one eighty for guys, like it starts getting like where you feel stuffed, like where you almost feel like you're force feeding yourself to get right. that amount of protein in your body daily.
1: And and I'm not recommending you take um, half of your protein source from from a a protein powder. Mm -hmm. I would say it would actually be better to get whole foods or try to get all whole food protein if possible. Um, I just don't see it being very easy or convenient for me to do. So I do take that protein. And on top of that, the whey protein actually breaks down a lot faster. So after my workout, I want that food and fuel for my muscles to go straight to work. So that's right after I work out, I'm down in my protein shake and I know it's getting broken down right then. Whereas you eat several ounces of chicken, the same amount of protein. It's not breaking down that fast. It may take an hour or two before it hits those muscles. I need something fast. So that that's another good thing about it. Um, There's another type of protein called casein. It's a a slow digesting protein that a lot of people would take at nighttime. Um, I have some, I don't take it that much, but uh, that's another use of you slowly breaking that protein down at night. Um, back to, um, the creatine. I said, I I really like the creatine multivitamin fish oil. Um, all right, this is one that comes to, comes to mind that I really, really like. It's not a staple, but I love it. It's pre-workout and, um, not only do do I like it for the energy? I actually take one now that, that has um, lower caffeine in it, but I, I do like the ingredients that give you the pump and the endurance during the workout. And I really can tell a big difference when I take the pre-workout rather than when I do not take the pre-workout. So uh, that's a big thing for me. It's not needed. It's really not needed, but I really do like it. Another thing that I've came across in recent months is... a. Uh, is a thing called ashwagandha root and I've been, um, that's one of the only products that that I feel like it really does work. There's a lot of research out there where it raises your testosterone levels. It, um, actually lowers your cortisol levels. So when you wake up in the morning, about an hour before you wake up, your cortisol levels begin to rise. So to counteract that, I will the ashwagandha right when I wake up. Um, so, it's going to lower some of that stress level. I really like it. Um, besides those five or six that I just listed right there, they're, that those I'm taking on a, a daily basis or a normal basis. There's a lot of other stuff that I'll take here and there, but for the most part, that those are about the six of the seven things, and that, that's kind of why I take those. Yeah, I'll say
0: right now, um, I will say, like – I'll give y'all a list of what I take, but uh, I used to have a misconception about creatine, right? So a lot of you probably, or I ain't going to say a lot of you, but some of you probably have heard like, when I take creatine, I'm trying to cut, it's going <laughs> to prevent me from cutting. But if you take like a creatine monohydrate, I have uh, been a witness, because I've tested it myself and like really stuck to my diet, stuck to my guns. Uh, you will continue to, to cut weight um, as well as or retain some of your muscle and uh possibly just depending on what you're doing you may build a little bit uh because that creatine is pulling water into the muscle bellies to fill them up so um you know a lot of people had a, the conception too of that like when you get off creatine of course you you pee it all out which is kind of true but um creatine is not uh if you take creatine monohydrate it is not like bloating effects and all that stuff and get a, a decent one um, you won't get a lot of those effects but i would say as far as like my in, in my staple of of, of nutrient uh supplements i would say uh protein is always gonna be in there and i'm a i'm the type of person i try to eat eat it uh as well as drink it um i'll tell y'all so for me i'm too like jesse's what 190 i'm 260. so i want y'all to think about that it ain't no way in the world a 206 pound man going in just 260 pounds 260 uh grams of protein a day now for those of you that are like me like you 200 plus pounds what i what i usually stick to is like if you if you're an ash like if you weigh past 200 just try to get 200 grams in or try to get 180 to 200 grams of protein in because like just being realistic you, you can't and and at a certain point protein can have adverse effects if your, if your digestive system can't break it down enough. So taking in 220, 230, 240, and your body ain't breaking it down, then you kind of could be playing against yourself. <clears throat> so protein is a good one. Uh, as he said before, uh, This is another supplement that I added to my to my list that Jesse put me on was uh, ashwagandha because, I mean, I can I definitely, for me, I can tell the difference in my stress levels um, because I actually cycled off of it for the last – I've been off of it for the last month and I can actually like definitely tell the difference in my, um, not a mood change, but I can tell the difference in like my body's, the physiological change. So the way my body feels, the way I, I perceive stress, take on stress, I can feel it, stuff like that. Now you do want to have a certain amount of cortisol in your body just to help you with um, your natural stress response to exercising, exercising and lifting weights. But you also don't want to have too much because if you got too much, your body responds to holding on to fat because of the stress levels. And that's a whole nother conversation. But when you're very stressed out, your body retains fat because burning fat is really not even advantageous to your body. And on top of that, like your body wants to hold on to it because it, the fat makes you feel protected. So that's kind of the crazy science behind cortisol. Um. So protein, protein, ashwagandha i also take zinc and i take magnesium those are also two things too that have been known to raise testosterone levels but also help with immune support we're going through this COVID stuff so you know it's great to have have your own little defense not saying that it's a end all be all but your own little defense mechanism and also magnesium uh with the the uh, muscle and bone health as well um i take those two things and then i take a multivitamin daily um, are the four things I take right now. So the protein, ashwagandha, multivitamin, magnesium, and zinc. Actually, that was the five things I take. And that does seem uh, a little obsessive, like especially when you think about how to break it down within your day. But I think once you get a routine going, it's very easy to add those supplements to whatever you're trying to do uh, in order to help you get to your goal. Now, again, like I said before, um, I just think the older you get, the more vital it is to get these supplements into your diet. Cause for me, I'm not a person that's big on vegetables, so I know I don't eat vegetables nearly enough to say, oh my, if I, I, I'm going here, like my blood work's gonna be good, my body's doing great, like no. So I mean, I need to take like and supplements. Ain't saying that that prevents me, but I do get vegetables in my diet. It's just you do need them for the, especially the days that you don't get everything in your diet. You do need those, as Jesse said before to fill in the holes of, of what you're trying to do. So, um Jesse, you, you've you been a kind of chubby dude before, and now you – I'm going to give him the title, fittest man on earth. No, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just kidding. now he's pretty fit, though. If y'all see him, he pretty, he pretty fit. So what advice would you give to someone looking to lose weight or to cut weight? All
1: right. So I think a lot of people get into – all right, just say – it just depends on where you start from. Say, say you haven't really worked out a whole lot in your past, and you're a bigger person, and um, you're, you're trying to lose a little bit of fat. It is a slow process. If it's
0: you're like, a bigger okay. person too, I'm gonna say there's ain't no such thing as cutting. For me, it's not, like you don't you don't cut, you just lose weight. Like right. you gotta get it all.
1: Well, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> all right. So, so the whole process it's, it's a long process, even for somebody like me that that's at a little bit lower body fat percentage, even for me to, to drop another percent or two, it's, it's not something that I can do in two or three weeks. This we're talking about months. Um, so if it takes that long, we have to find a way to make it fun. You you can't make it a chore. Um, you got to really enjoy the process. And, um, And ways to do that. uh, Some people like to go to the gym by themselves. It may be a stress reliever. They go in there and they really enjoy it. Um, they relieve a little stress by themselves, but also I I found even having partners, um, I've worked out with you and and I got a couple other buddies I work with, work out with on a regular basis that kind of keep me accountable. That's another, uh, another great thing to, to, um, invite some other people to go on this journey with you. Um, and also going back to it being a long process, you just you have to trust it. I, I know that there's gonna be hiccups along the way and, and you don't know a whole lot, you're gonna try this and this doesn't work, and this doesn't work, and you'll have to start back sometimes. But you, you have to trust it. Um, there's proven proven methods out there that you just have to trust the process, even if the mirror does is lying to you. Um another one I, I know a lot of people see it as a chore to count your macros um but i think it's a great thing for you to learn and to abide by to lose that weight and to cut down at least until you learn or get a feel of what the foods are made of mm-hmm. so that that's just a few things that i that i would uh, give people yeah.
0: and to go back to it like and we're going to go from what he said lastly to what he said at the beginning. But counting your macros, just to give a quick rundown of macros, like I said, it's proteins, fats, and carbs. Counting your macros just puts a, a ceiling on whatever it is that you're trying to do. So let's say in order for you to cut weight, you need to take in 200 grams of protein, 150 grams of carbs, about 70 to 80 grams of fat. If you're hitting that mark every day, to me, counting your macros automatically puts you at your calorie deficit, if you really count them. Like you don't have to think about how many calories on there take in because more than likely if you hit them numbers like you don't you gonna see your baseline daily, and um so with macros you can always change it and tweak the numbers and I'm giving y'all a quick the quick very surface level of it
1: all right hey, have, real quick yeah just just to kind of give them a breakdown all right so you have what your three three main macros you have your carbohydrates your protein and your fat yeah and um and I'm gonna let you go ahead but there was for each carbohydrate, you're going to have four calories. So mm-hmm. when we're talking about calories in, calories out, carbohydrates for each gram has four. Protein has four calories as well, and fat has nine. So that has to be um, based in there. If, you, if you're doing like a calories in, calories out kind of deal, that's how we base the, the macro chart that you get. So yeah. If you're on a 2,000-calorie-a-day diet, you have to do a little calculation to see how many carbs you would need, fat and protein.
0: Yeah, and I would say too, like uh, you know, even if you're a woman, I think I think for women, I think macros would be very great because I know a lot of women that go and work out drastically undereat and don't give yourself any room to uh, to move within your weight loss journey. And at some point too, when you're trying to lose weight, like you are gonna hit a plateau. So once you hit that plateau, you got to figure out like the little tweaks and bugs to throw into your routine to help you with staying on track. And you may go like two weeks to a month. With no results, but then you got to figure out like how to get how to get that back on track and keep keep the, the train going. And then once you hit your goal, how to reverse diet back into maintenance and then hold that maintenance forever, whatever you're trying to do. I mean, it sounds like a lot, but it's not. It's very simple when you really break it down and think about what it is that you're trying to do. Uh, another thing that Jesse said, too, um, was workout partners. I know if you're a person that, man, you you can play sports. You really ain't (laughs) ever worked out. Having a workout partner may be intimidating to you because you like, I don't want nobody to see me. I don't want nobody to kind of, I guess, I guess cast judgment on what you know and don't know. But like, like for me, it is certain times of the time, certain times of the year. I do like to work out by myself, but in certain times, too, where it's like, man, if I got this workout partner, like they pushing me to heights, I ain't never think I could go. And then I'm pushing them as well. Or maybe they teach me something that I didn't know. Or maybe it's a new technique or something that I didn't know. And now I can add this to my routine or add this to what I'm doing. Or make it to where your workouts don't get so mundane. Because when you work out by yourself, like let's be real, it's on so much you're going to do. It's not so much you're going to push yourself. Like you might have, let's say you're on a bench press and you bench press in pounds. Like you might have 10 reps, but them last two going to be struggled out. So you just rack it to keep yourself safe. So I mean, having a partner for that, like you, like you promote new growth. Uh, but the more muscle you're able to break down. So I mean, I think that having that workout partner, it's it's very invaluable to having it. But let me see. Sorry, y'all. I had that. I had that brain. The brain fart. But I would say too to to jump to the next thing, right? So how do you? So just you pretty you're pretty disciplined with your nutrition. Like, how do you view nutrition opposed to? the average goer like like I would say like myself because I look at it like when I'm locked in I'm 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 focused it's easy but like when I ain't locked in I ain't focused on it I'm like oh man I'm about to get I'm about to get real loose on this on this diet and nutrition. So how do you view it to keep yourself on track?
1: All right um first and foremost I, I probably as I've gotten older I really just want to be healthy. I, it's more for a longevity standpoint for me. Um, and seeing some of the health factors in my family and and other places have kind of opened my eyes to, to really motivate me to be a little more healthier and, um, open to nutrition and diet. But, um, so that's where I kind of put a lot more emphasis on kind of just living a healthier lifestyle.
0: Yeah. I would say too, like, uh, I know, um. For me, the old, the older, like the more I can't think of how to say it. The older I get, <laughs> there we go. The older I get, the more I kind of focus on overall health. And I know some people see me and you might be like, dang, Justin, I can't believe you 260 pounds. Cause I don't I carry my weight a lot better than what I look like. But I think that's two because one, I just have never let myself it's completely a very solid soul.
1: 260 pounds. Yeah,
0: I ain't never let myself completely. Uh, go head first into the wall. Now, I will say going to last year, and I'll say going last year, 2000, yeah, it was 2020. So last year, no, it was beginning of this year, 2021. So this year, uh, coming into January, uh, that was the laziest. Of course, I had personal stuff going on in my personal life, but like I told you I it was the laziest and most <laughs> uh Docile, I have ever been in my lifetime, and I got up to two hundred and eighty. there was two two hundred eighty nine pounds, or two hundred seventy nine pounds. I had to look on my, I had to look on my, uh, the uh, my little app, my InBody app. But I had gotten up to to all. Um, I would say to me, it was close enough to three hundred pounds. Um, but I, it was yes, as a matter of fact, it was, was two hundred eighty nine pounds. I do remember that now. It was two hundred eighty nine pounds. And that's the heaviest I had ever been in my lifetime. And, um, like, I felt I felt it in my body once. I felt lazy. And didn't feel like doing anything. So psychologically, I was done. Physically, I was done. Mentally destroyed. And, like, you just you don't feel like doing anything. And one thing I say about exercise is everybody does not have the same goals. So when you go into a gym, I think another thing that helped you be less intimidated is everybody don't want to look like a fitness model. Everybody don't want to look like they off the cover of the fitness magazine. But as long as you moving, getting yourself up, getting into a routine to do something, it'll it'll put you in a better position to want to do better for yourself. Also, when you go and work out, dude, I'm gonna be real. When you have a good workout, a solid workout, you honestly don't even want to eat like all that greasy stuff because it's gonna make you feel sick to your stomach. So I think if you getting getting a routine of eating well, take some stuff like Jesse said, like you gotta make it fun for yourself. If you want, if you like ice cream, for instance, right? And I ain't proposing this, but I'm just saying if you like ice cream, maybe you eat it one day a week instead of seven. You know what I'm saying? Get to the end of the week. Say, hey, this is my reward for going and making five workouts. Give yourself a, a, a mark to hit. If I make five workouts, I get one uh, scoop of ice cream or something like don't go overboard. But you, if you build in those rewards, you you a whole lot more. uh you have a whole lot more success with sticking with it rather than if you don't build in any rewards and just look at it as punishment for getting to wherever it is you get into. Cause the first thing we always want to do is like put you in, put yourself in the best position, put yourself in the best position to be who you want to be. So, I mean, you gotta, like I said, you gotta build in those rewards and like find fun stuff you like to eat. Like, you know, the chicken, chicken and rice is a bodybuilding staple. That's what everybody start with, but everybody can't eat chicken and rice every day. So you need to figure out a way to build your diet that's healthy, but something that's fun. And like you can even do substitutions, like Jesse, I know you can talk about this a little bit too. Like you can substitute, like instead of having the carb-loaded uh spaghetti, you can use like zucchini or just find ways to like to make it fun, to mix it up and uh, but still, you know, still go towards your goals, is what I would say.
1: Yeah, I found several kind of foods like that. I found these um, carb wraps; they're only four net carbs, and um, you you would you couldn't tell the difference in between those and a flour wrap. I mean, just things like that, rice cakes. I know uh, people look at rice cakes and like, man, I don't want to eat that crap. Um, <laughs> it tastes like cardboard. But some of the caramel ones are actually pretty good. You, I mean, there's a lot of little snacks that that you can substitute. That I promise that that won't that won't mess with your diet all that much. so.
0: Yeah, man. And when, another thing too, when you diet and make sure you make sure, you, I know i say this like 50 times a day, but make sure you keep an eye on your digestion. Uh, because if your body ain't breaking everything down, like either you taking in too much of something or you need to maybe add, like supplement in something to help your body with digestion. Um, as far as, you know, when you're trying to lose weight, gain muscle, whatever, like you just want to make sure you keep an eye on it. So we're going to jump down, Jesse. We're going to skip that one, that one question. Then we're going to jump to like what makes you like exercise and weightlifting? All
1: right, this is um, this kind of goes back into to high school. All right, so I remember when you first move up in middle school, weightlifting and football. I, I walked into the locker room, and, and you're you're familiar with the same one at the middle school. Yeah, um, I seen a guy. He was one grade ahead of me, and he was. Bench pressing 225 pounds, and I thought it was like the most amazing thing on <laughs> the world to see somebody had uh, two plates on each side, and, and we were, and this guy was in the, I believe he was in the eighth grade, and he at least hit this thing five times, 225 in the eighth grade for five times, and even some of the coaches would work out in there with the kids, and it was, it was just something about it, honestly, that um intrigued me, yeah. And from from that that point on, um. I think I, I've had a steady routine in the gym. Um, when I was younger, all I cared about was getting big. Let me let me break the sidewalk, per se. <laughs> um, gained yeah. a lot, gained a, a good bit of weight. I, I got up to close to 240 in high school. Um, I didn't too much care about how I looked, more or less. Just I just wanted a whole lot of muscle, per se. But yeah. um, I, I think one thing that that really intrigues me nowadays is is looking at. A person's body, just through like discipline and dieting and training, you can kind of transform it any way you want to. Yeah. You know, um, if you wanted to be this big, jacked up bodybuilder, you could do that. Um, if you wanted to to lose weight and be very slim, you can do that. This is very intriguing how you can change the way your diet is and nutrition and supplements and all this to to become or, or help your body become any way you want it to. It's just kind of Kind of amazes me in a way. Um, yeah, it's pretty,
0: it's pretty uh I, I will say the football, I, I guess I share the same thing. Football did kind of give me a passion to uh to keep to to lift. Uh, now over the years, I've been mostly consistent. There have been times, like I said, where I haven't been as consistent or I just fell out. But like these days do I lift like I did at the high school? Like, no, nah, because I ain't got no reason to. <laughs> but Right. I, think it's just, I think it's just fun to push your body and see what you can do. Um, I used to be under the assumption that once you hit like 30, mid-30s, 40, that you kind of get on a decline, but listening to a, the power of the internet, listening to a lot of great bodybuilders, listening to a lot of great people, uh, it's kind of like when you start hitting the prime of your life, like, you know, your muscle bellies are full, your power output as far as like what you can live, things like that, you, you kind of get a lot smarter about it. So I think just finding a new way to challenge yourself in a weight room is, uh, is very cool. But, I, like, if I was to say, um, I would say, you know, if I was a novice lif- lifter or an amateur, somebody that's never lifted in my life, I wouldn't really focus on weight uh, per se. Like, I would just focus on, like, how can I make it fun? Because if you ain't done it your whole life, it ain't Like, it's nothing that's – it's not fun to wake up the next day and you feel like you've been hit by a car sometimes. But <laughs> – um, I mean, you have to find, like Jay said, always find what makes you happy, what makes you go, um, don't be too much of a cardio bunny. Cause, um, what's funny is weightlifting has actually been shown to have, uh, better, if not the same results at the worst, uh, as doing cardio every day. So you can have great results. Like you make your muscles bigger, you eat more calories, but your body gonna burn more. So that's, a, that's a benefit.
1: Right, and I, I don't want all of my opinions to be um, assumed. Like from a bodybuilding standpoint, that's that's not what I'm saying. It for that, that is what I enjoy doing. But no, I mean you can find it. You can find a bunch of different ways to, to stay active. Um, even going back to me joining the CrossFit deal, it is kind of counterintuitive on the bodybuilding. So so like it's, there's a lot of cardio based, and there's not a whole lot of recovery in between workouts. So sometimes I'm not gaining that muscle, which was my initial goal. Yeah. But I'm still having fun doing, doing the CrossFit stuff. So.
0: So Jesse, we'll, we'll get ready to wrap it up, man. We're going, I'm going to ask you what's one or more health tips for our listeners to, uh, to kind of add into either their goal of gaining weight, goal of losing weight, goal of just being healthier. What was something that you would, that you would suggest
1: and I hope this don't sound cliche, but um, just staying consistent. I mean, that, that's that's huge. Um, I see. I, ha- I have a good buddy of mine that he loves to work out, and I, I tell him all the time when he gets into those slumps, go to the gym a few days a week, even if you're going through the motions. Just stay consistent with it. Um, don't don't fall off the the wagon, you know. Yeah. Well, hey,
0: man, I appreciate the time, my boy. Hey,
1: it's been good.
0: We fi- finally got it knocked out. And, uh, man, as I tell you all time, do things legends do. Take the roads, let's travel and be legendary.